God bless you, man of God. God bless you. I give honor to God on this evening, who's the head of my life. Give honor to my apostle, Willie Talbert, my apostle, Mamie Talbert, my lead pastor, Stephen Talbert, all of the clergy, all of the mothers, all of the YLM family, and each and every guest that took out time from your busy schedules to tune in with us on this evening. There is a word from the Lord. And as I was listening to that song of God making a way, don't know how, but he did it. Don't know why, but I'm grateful. I love that song. It is just an on time song. And as I was sitting at work, listening to it, the Lord dropped this in my spirit. He told me to let all of the candidates know on the licensing and ordination, um, it was a it was a beautiful service. It was it was just it was just so so awesome. I'm, I'm just in awe of God. I appreciate everything that transpired and everyone that helped and participated. Everybody that supported and prayers. The Lord would say to the candidates to be encouraged, be steadfast be unmovable and always abound in the works of the Lord. Stay on the straight path. Don't go to the left or to the right. Keep your eyes open that you will be able to see the enemy before he gets to the threshold. Keep your ears to God's mouth that you will hear specific and precise instructions in this new walk in your spiritual life. Amen. Okay. I'm going to pray. Lord, I thank you on this evening in whichever way that you choose to use me, oh Lord. I give you praise, glory, and honor. God, I open up my mouth that you will speak. I open up my ears that I will hear you clearly. I thank you for each and every one that has tuned in. I thank you for each and every home that is represented here in the name of Jesus. God, I honor you, I magnify you, and I bless your holy and wonderful and matchless name. There is nobody like you, none in all the earth. Lord, I pray on this evening that this will not just be a word, but that it would touch somebody's heart, that it would change somebody's life, that it will break the shackles and chains of sin, that someone would turn their lives totally and completely unto you, that you would heal, that you would deliver, that you would set free in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray against the hand of the enemy that tries to kill, steal, and destroy, Lord, and I come against any of his tactics, any of his tricks. And I say right now in the name of Jesus, by the authority that is invested in me, that it will not work. That your word will go forth with free course, that it will touch and heal, that questions will be answered, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, God. And I thank you right now for having your hand upon us, oh God. God, and I come against the spirit of 
sickness and disease, that you will heal each and every individual that is going through an infirmament right now in the name of Jesus. God, I ask that you will deliver. Touch God. You are the doctor of all doctors in the name of Jesus. You made us, you created us, you made this body. Every organ, every cell, you know all about it, oh God. Every pain, oh God, I ask you to remove it right now in the name of Jesus, that your people will be set free, that they will be able to work and do the work that you have called them to do freely. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name I pray. Amen and hallelujah. Amen. On this evening, I'm going to go to the scripture, Romans 12, 1 and 2. And I, I brought this word a little while ago, um, but the Lord led me back to this word. Romans 12, 1 and 2. And from the King James Virgin. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. NIV says, therefore I urge you brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God, this is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Thank the Lord for the reading of his already blessed word and for each and every one that heard the word. May we apply it to our lives and live by it daily. And the subject on this evening is, have you lost your mind? Have you lost your mind? I know some people may try to drive you out of your mind, but on this evening, I'm asking, have you lost your mind? My focus scripture is verse two, instructing us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. The definition of transform is to make a thorough or dramatic change in appearance or character. Change, alter, convert. To renew is to begin something again, especially with more force or enthusiasm. Have you lost your mind? A lot of us are still in the process of losing our minds. I'm talking about in the spiritual sense because I come against the spirit of the enemy trying to drive people out of their mind. I come against that right now in the name of Jesus and I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. 
If you haven't lost your mind in the spiritual sense, you need to, so that you can gain the mind of Christ. I have heard it said that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. It most definitely is. Have you lost your mind? Our mind causes us to think. And when we gain the mind of Christ, it helps us to make the right decisions. We are not confused in what we should do concerning any situation. It makes us free in Christ. The definition of loss is unable to find one's way, not knowing one's whereabouts, denoting something that has been taken away or cannot be recovered. And mind, the definition is the, the element of a person that enables them to be aware of the world and their experiences, to think and to feel the faculty of of consciousness and thought. Have you lost your mind? Romans 8, 1 through 5 says, there is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. Verse three, for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. Verse four, that the righteous of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Verse five, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit, the Holy Spirit. A mind is defined as the part of a person that thinks, reasons, feels, remembers, and perceives. It is our intellect. That's our intelligence. It is the totality of conscious and unconscious mental processes and activities. It is our sanity or sound mental condition. Have you lost your mind? Now we don't want to lose our mind and gain a carnal mind because Romans 8, 7, a reads, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. Enmity means hostile. Hostile is unfriendly, bitter, malicious, vicious, poisonous. We need to have the mind of Christ. And he who keeps his mind on Jesus will be kept in perfect peace. Have you lost your mind? I must need ask this question. Who has been on our mind lately? What has been on our mind lately? Is it the things that are going on in the world? 
Is that stopping us and hindering us from moving forward in God? Is it making us freeze, so to speak, and not be able to function and move and go forward when God's saying, go forward? Where is our mind steering us? Where are we allowing our mind to steer us? Is it towards the things of God? Or is it towards the other side? A lot of times, we have to redirect our mind to go in the right direction. This is my body. This, this, my body belongs to Christ. So if my mind is trying to gear in a direction that it shouldn't gear, because it's my mind, I have to fight against the flesh and I have to gear my mind back into the direction where it should go. Amen? Everything that our mind tells us is not always good for us. Everything that our mind tells us that is good is not always good for us. God loves us and that's why in John 3.16 the King James Virgin for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. NIV, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. He gave his son so that none of us would perish. That's why he gives us more than a second chance. I've heard people say, and I've said to myself, everybody deserves a second chance. But God gives us more than a second chance. I'm speaking personally, more than a second chance. God is pleased with our efforts. Is he, is he really pleased with our efforts? Are we really trying to please him? Or are we pleasing ourselves? He pulls us. He pushes us to our maximum potential. Maximum is the greatest or highest amount possible or permitted or attained. Potential qualities or abilities that may be developed and lead to future success or usefulness. Some of us are coming, kicking and screaming. But we must remember, he always gets his man or woman. Some of you may ask, how do I lose my mind and gain the mind of Christ? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. My answer would be, surrender your life over to Jesus. It will be the best decision you have ever made. Surrender is to submit. Just give in. Give in to him. 
And to submit is to accept or yield to the authority of. Let's just yield to the authority of the Holy Spirit. You lose your mind on things of this world, sinful things, and you move into a life of change. Some people don't like change. They don't like change. They, they just like things being the same way it is all the time. Just leave me alone. Don't bother me. I'm, I'm used to this. I'm okay. Yeah, I appreciate you, but I, I don't want to do it. Leave me alone. But change sometimes is good. When you lose your mind for Jesus, you no longer think the way that you used to think. You're not suspicious of everyone. And I must confess, I, I, I have trust issues because of some of the things I've gone through personally. I don't trust people too much too well. I have to really get to know you. I'm, I'm kind of quiet and very observant. And sometimes people will say, even some family members, well, why are you staring? But it's, it, 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 I, I don't even realize that I'm staring, but I'm, I'm really like checking people. I check people out totally. I totally check you out before I, I open up and let you in. You know, I, I I have a certain perimeter, a certain space, and it's like I protect myself. I protect my heart. I guard my heart with all diligence, like the word said. But sometimes I go a little overboard. I'm like, I don't know you. You don't know me. Who are you? What do you want? What are you about? But God is working on me. Just keep praying for me. He's working on me. To trust more. All of those things that are not of God can be removed from your mind, your life, and your spirit. It can through prayer, through fasting, through help with prayer. You can call on, on your sister in the Lord. You can call on your, your pastors. They'll pray for you. They're praying for us anyway as we pray for them. But sometimes you need to call somebody specifically and say, I need you to touch and greet. Somebody that's not going, going to talk about it. Run back to somebody and, and tell your business or anything like that. I need you to touch and agree with me. I need you to pray with me on this and that. Our mind helps us to remember all of the things God has done for us. What, where are our minds gearing us toward? Is it the things of God the ways of God, or is it taking us down a road of destruction? God forbid. My mind, along with my will, influences me to do some things out of anger. It has done that. And when we get angry because we're human, sometimes before we think and ask God, sometimes you're in the heat of the moment, you don't have time, you don't take the time to say, Okay, God, what should I say? How should I handle this? Because if somebody's coming at you verbally and they're coming at you with a force and you know it's the enemy in them and you know you're being under attack, you, you become defensive as a human being. And sometimes you don't get that time to say, God, help me, God, or what, what should I say? You, you go right back at them. And it's not a good thing. It's not a good space. It's not a good place. They have formed um, anger management 
uh, classes for people that are, are like dealing with anger, anger issues. Some people need to, um, some people that's in the church need to sign up for it because you got some people with some really bad tempers that shouldn't be not in the house of God. I must admit at those moments, God's will was not invited into the decision making process. That is because I didn't ask God what he thought about it. Sometimes I, I didn't ask him. I knew his response wouldn't be what I wanted to hear. Because I know God is loving. I know he's just. I know he's fair. And then my human side takes over and says, no, I know what God's going to say. And then they're going to say, oh, you're a Christian. You're not supposed to say that. No, no, no. I'm going to handle you. You said what to me? I'm going to handle you. I'm going to come back to you verbally. And if the fist of cups come up, let's move the furniture out of the way. I was there one time. I'm not there. Thank God. I'm not there now. Thank God. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. I'm not there anymore. Hallelujah. Can you imagine what the results of that encounter was? All I will say is that it wasn't good. I was overruling God. Never overrule God. If you hear his voice talking to you, that's voice that's telling you, don't do it. Don't go there. Don't say it. Just be quiet. And those words are coming to you and, and it's, un, it's a hurtful words and you want to defend yourself. Sometimes God will just say, don't say anything. And then in your mind, you're thinking, well, I don't want to be a chump. I'm, I'm, they'll walk away here thinking I'm a chump. They're chumping me off. But God will say, don't say anything. So. Out of those lessons and times from life's experiences, now I choose not to go down that path again. Am I perfect? No. I'm yet striving for perfection. Have some of the same temptations crept up in my life? Yes. But the thing about it is that I really learned is I don't have to yield to the temptations. Remember that song? Yield not to temptation for yielding is sin. Have you lost your mind? And so I pray that everyone, mm, let me read this um, last scripture for you. James 1 and 12, King James Virgin. Blessed is the man that endures temptation for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord had promised to them that love him. NIV, blessed is the man who preserves, perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. So let's just be an example as God wants us to be. No, we don't wanna be in spotlight. No, we don't want to be put up front, a lot of us. No, I don't want anybody, we don't want anybody watching us. But like it or not, when you sign on to life as a Christian, you're being watched. You're being watched when you're not a Christian. Everybody looks at everybody, everybody watches, everybody. People are looking for answers. And we as Christians, we need to just step up to the plate and just be what God wants us to be. Lose your mind and gain the mind of Christ. God bless you.
At this time, I pray that um, you all are blessed. I pray that you have a, something to take away that you could read and study. And if there's anyone that needs prayer, we'll pray for you, we'll pray with you. Anyone need a church home? Yes, Lord Ministries is a good church. It's good ground. And if you don't live locally, we could help you find some place locally where you live. That's good ground. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this word that you have given to us. And Lord, I was first partaker. Thank you for reminding us of how to lose our minds and to gain it in you. God, thank you for ordering our steps and keeping us on that straight path that we should go. Lord, we're not perfect, Lord, but we know that you, you do truly know our heart. You know what we strive for. We, you know who is watching us. You know who we're to lead to you, oh God. God, so help us not to be discouraged when we try to encourage others to come to you and they turn a deaf ear, they shake their head, they say not yet. Lord, we just ask that you touch them, touch their hearts, their minds and their spirits, that they will turn to you before it's everlasting too late, Lord. And we thank you for protecting them, oh God, in this journey, oh God. And God, we give you praise, glory, and honor for our leaders. We thank you for each and every one that's here. And God, I thank you and I ask that you stay with us, be with us, and protect each and every home represented in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Back into your hands. Complete Deliverance, Finding and Keeping Total Victory for Your Life by Apostle Willie Talbert. Learn how to get delivered and stay delivered. God's Word shows us how to live in total victory. Live each day as a believer who is experiencing total victory and walking in complete deliverance. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. Changing of the Guards, Understanding Who Rules You by Dr. Mamie S. Talbert. Wake up and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Learn to pray until a change has taken place in the spiritual realm. Don't allow the wrong kinds of thoughts to thrive. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. Text giving. Text GIVE to 1-844-948-3895. GiveLify. Search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kenilworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click Donate. Cash App. Dollar sign Yes Lord M. Mail checks or money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, P.O. Box 425, Union, New Jersey, 07083. You're invited to our Sunday morning virtual worship experience at 8.30 a.m. Every Sunday night at 6.30 p.m., join us for our Sunday night Ignite service. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m., join us for corporate prayer. Our call-in number is 716-427-1096, and the access code is 172268-POUND. 
every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we dive into the Word of God. Subscribe to our podcast, YLM Sermon of the Week, on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. On behalf of Apostle Willie Talbert, Dr. Mamie S. Talbert, and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.